Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? BC in the his house. As you guys saw, if you haven't, I already announced that we moved brokerages. Um, you can check out that video. You can check out the EXP video as well. Um, moving on. For those of you who don't know, this is why I'm starting this uh, this series here on YouTube and you know Facebook, right? Everywhere I'm streaming this leading up to the event. Uh, a couple of years ago when I originally started uh, my coaching and mentorship program, one of them, right? Because now it's evolved into higher tiers as well. It was originally called Modern Success. Um, as time went on, I eventually changed the name to Distinguish Agent. And typically within that program, I host the events privately for them. So when you guys have been seeing me release the footage of, you know, events in Miami, LA, you know, we went to Texas. Um, we've done a bunch of different locations. This is the first time now I'm going to open it up to the public, meaning I'm now selling tickets and opening up the event to the world, right? When normally it was private, uh, it was by demand. I've had a lot of people ask to come, but again, it was reserved for my coaching clients. So now everybody has the opportunity and what I want to do, uh, that, that's a helmet, right? For people asking what I wanted to do now is feature some of the speakers that are going to be there. Some are people within the program, like the individual that we have today who came in, did his thing, grew, is doing his own thing now, and now he's going to be featured because that's what I do for the people around me, right? I want to put and give everybody else the platform for the people who are performing and doing well. So now what I'm going to do is with this Distinguished Agent Summit uh, series, I'm going to be interviewing a lot of the speakers, and I'll do my best to get all of them. We'll discuss a little bit about the event, a little bit about what they're doing and where they're going to go. And we'll take it from there because I believe the way that I do events is a little bit different because I do feature a lot of speakers from different walks of life. And I do my best to not only give you the best in business and real estate and sales, but give you some perspective and some information on other things because ultimately you want to become the complete package. And a lot of people miss that, right? They get into a particular uh, field and they study that and all they do is get tunnel vision sometimes and study that. And they don't realize that when you learn and diversify the information that you receive and your skill set and your awareness, and now you can bring that back in to what you're doing to get ahead. But not only that, you improve everywhere in life. And that's really what it's about. And that's one of the staples that I like to hang my head on in regards to the, a lot of the stuff that I teach is we incorporate so many things. So um, you guys have all the links right now before I bring the speaker on. If you guys want to check out the event on the website, you can sign up. We have virtual in-person VIP um, and you have all the options there. It's on my original website, briancasella.com, and all the other links are in the description. All right, so if my guest is ready, I'm going to bring him on. Jose, what's up, brother? Hey, bro. Nice to see you, man. What's going on? Good, bro. Happy to have you, man. You're the you're the first interview of the, the Distinguished Agent series, bro, so welcome. Hell yeah, man. Thank you for having me. For those of you who uh, don't know me, my name's Jose Rodriguez. I am located in New York. Licensed agent in New York and New Jersey. I'm also a real estate investor. Uh, my first listing was my first flip, right? So I started on the investment side the same time as a as an agent, and uh, you know, grew out the business, grew out the team, the REJ team. I have a team, one agent under me currently, and just you know, going at it full throttle and making shit happen. Awesome, bro. Uh, how long were you exclusively an agent before you decided to really go like all the way in with investing? So it actually, I actually started around the same time because my brother, uh, I have an older brother who now lives in Texas and he already owned a couple of multifamily properties. 
So mm-hmm. I was always interested in the investment side of things first before I really, uh, before I actually got my license. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I started looking at properties even before I had my license, was making offers, had two properties under contract. This was all before I had my license. And uh, I ended up deciding to get my license because it was going to be a benefit, not just for myself, but also for the team. So when I started to, you know, do more transactions as a, as a salesperson, I just, you know, started growing that side of the business because it, came, it became convenient, right? I started mm-hmm. watching a lot of your videos. I thought that you were a very inspirational person, which you are. And uh, I just decided to, to grow that side of the business because I thought it was easy. Not that it was easy in terms of, you know, like you don't have to do any work, but there are so many people that are not willing to do the work that right. to outcompete everybody is just fucking a piece of cake, man. Yeah, and you started doing the old school stuff, right? Like making calls, going door to door, and really just hitting that front, right? Yeah, bro. Mo- majority of my listings were expired listings or have been expired listings, door to door, you know? So it's been very old school. And I'm very grateful that I took that avenue because, like you were just mentioning previously, you can get into so many different jobs, so many different career choices. However, when you become a salesperson and you hammer the phones and you hammer the doors, right? And you're consistently improving your communication by just being out in the field and communicating yep. with people. Yep. It fucking builds you in so many different ways. And I'm so grateful that I did it that way, man. And that, that's the key, bro, because ultimately you have to flourish as a person. And as you develop those skills, that's what allows you to now sit in front of a seller, a buyer, or any situation and be able to handle it. And a lot of people uh, run away from that because you have to literally face all your insecurities and handle them, right? You're either going to face them and handle them, or you're going to run away with your tail tucked between your legs and be a little bitch, which unfortunately is really promoted in today's society. Take the easy route. No, here's a handout. And nobody really wants to, you know, be forged in the fire. So I know like you have your built, built from pain movement, which I think is a good reference for that. And it's really about understanding that the struggle is what causes people to grow. Because when I look now, and then I'll, I'll pass this to you and ask you the same question. You know, those first couple of years, especially for me, those first three or four years, I went through so much shit. And I'm talking internally, not just externally, because we all go through that, but internally in regards to um, crisis within myself, in regards to my character, um, really having people expose certain insecurities, you know, in certain situations, whether I was out just hanging out or going door to door or at a presentation. Right. And I had to deal with so much shit that forced me to grow in here and look within and be like, okay, I got to get my shit together. You know, my first year I was in tears probably three or four times because the pressure, you know, but looking back now, those were the moments that allowed me to get to where I'm at and build that platform of character and resilience. Right. Which is kind of what you were referring to. And I'm so glad I went through it, bro. Even though in those moments it was shit, because if somebody saw me in those moments, like crying in my car, they'd be like, dude, this dude's a little bitch, you know, but you have to go through that. Was it kind of similar for you, you know, coming up? Yeah, hell yeah, man. It was it was very similar because, you know, you you don't necessarily know what you're getting into. You could you kind of have an idea of how it's going to be, but it's not until you're out in the field and getting mm-hmm. tested every single day that you are actually going to receive that kind of feedback so that you know how to, you know, mold yourself correctly to be able to hit that target, right? So a lot of the times, you know, like again, like you were mentioning, it's an internal battle, man, because it would be times where I wouldn't want to get up, right? I would just want to stay in bed. I wouldn't want to fucking hit the phones because I didn't want somebody to fucking curse me out or somebody to, mm-hmm. you know, rub me off a negative way. But when you start to 
introduce discipline, right? Introduce self-control, start to really understand what is actually happening, you know, behind the background of even somebody's words, you really start to dive into, you know, communication and how to navigate around difficult situations, not just by reading, you know, and by attending, you know, events, but just by also just getting in the field and doing what you have to do to be tested, pass that test so you can be at that next level. And man, it's, it's now, bro, like I recognize that that was the main reason why I am here today, right? It wasn't because it was handed out to me. It wasn't because, you know, I had rich parents. I fucking came from nothing, man. Uh, and I'm even fucking surprised that I'm here, right? Because of where I came from, right? So yeah, man, it was a lot of struggle, but I'm grateful for it because that is what built and molded my character to be able to go out into the world and understand mm -hmm. that I am the type of individual that can handle anything that comes my way. And I'm grateful for it. Absolutely. And you help the people around you. Like one question I wanted to ask you that's kind of off topic is how has your growth and development benefited like your family and the people in close proximity to you? Man, that's such a great question because <laughs> at first they were all against it, right? My mother was like, oh, go to college. You got to do this. You got to do that. However, I understood that that vision and that mindset was instilled in me and not in them. They had their own expectations of me. They had their own values and their own belief systems that, you know, maybe helped them, but I honestly wasn't going to help me for what I wanted to achieve in life. So I had to make a clear decision and understand that, look, they might not appreciate the route that I'm taking today because they may not understand it. Right. But now that I'm here, they don't fucking say anything to me, bro. They just, they let me do whatever the fuck I want. And it's because they understand that, well, you know, I told him to do this, but he did that. And, you know, now I see what he was talking about. So they kind of start to believe in you more, not just because you're talking about it, but because you spoke yeah. it into existence. And they're like, wow. So, yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, dude. And I remember like when I started, everybody was against it, too. When I noticed that it was starting to crack through and they were like almost like pausing before they would say something is when they started to see the consistency of the 12, 14, 16 hour days, day in and day out. And it's almost like they wanted to say something, but internally, right? They had to respond and give you that respect because yeah. they see you putting in that work consistently, no matter what, regardless of results, right? Because there's just something that when you get into this mode, and this goes for everybody listening to everything we've discussed here, you cannot witness this in action from the outside and not have some sort of reverence or respect for it, right? It's just like if you guys see a video of a dude working his ass off, you're not going to make fun of him. Even if you don't understand it or even if you t tell yourself, I wouldn't do that job, you can't help but say, damn, that motherfucker is breaking his fucking back working. I respect it, right? Like you're, you're, you're not going to hate on it yeah. unless you're a fucking hater, right? But inside, inside you respect it. And that's what we're going for here because as you develop the skills and because I'm going to ask Jose a, a really good question right now. As you develop, it seems like everything around you Right. In many ways, we can describe this, but one is everybody's even initial response to you starts to change. Yep. Right. And I want to pass that to you, bro, because as, as you have grown, developed your skills, right, become more of a fucking man and done your shit, achieve more and more success. How have you noticed from like three or four years ago how the average person responds to you versus now in any situation? Yeah, man. I mean, in, in a lot of the cases, bro, I felt like I was invisible before, you know, like it was just that 
I was, I was just like everybody else, right? There wasn't really any difference between me and the regular person because I was just like everybody else. I had a regular ass job, wasn't making the kind of money that I'm making today. Didn't really have the mindset. Didn't necessarily commit to certain challenges. I, I know that I was a hard worker always because I was willing to put in the hours. I started working when I was 14. However, the thing is, is that when you're growing up in a certain environment and you grow up with certain friends and you start to change for the better, for the betterment of, of your overall success, there's a lot of people that are going to question you. There's a lot of people that are going to be like, oh, you know, you think you're better than us. You think you're this. You think you're that. Start to hate, laugh at you, you know, just say stupid shit because they don't understand where your mindset is. You don't, they don't understand what vision you have. And you just have to say, okay, well, you can be that way. I'm going to associate myself with people that welcome growth, modern success at the time. Now as distinguished agent, right? I just surrounded myself with people that understood you know, what it takes to be successful. And little by little, they started to come around because they started to see what I was actually talking about in the very beginning. Same thing with my parents. So for anybody that's listening here, you know, it's okay for other people to, you know, maybe not believe in you at first because what have you fucking done? You know, you're just starting out. But when you get the ball rolling and you stay committed and you become an example of your vision, then it becomes more believable because now you actually have something to show for it. Don't mm. worry about the validation either. However, mm. understand that it's completely normal for people to see you that way because then it requires that individual to also change because right. they've been used to treating you a certain way for so long and that's very uncomfortable. So a lot of the times, you're just going to have to get rid of these motherfuckers straight up. <laughs> and that happens organically, I think, in most cases, right? It's not like... We're gonna. We're telling you to go down your phone list and be like, "Fuck you! I don't want to hang out with you. Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you!" Right? It just happens, bro. And ninety-five percent of the people that left my life, they just drifted away because, I mean, every, at every level, whether it's conversational, ideological, philosophical, you just don't vibe anymore. You're going left and they're going right, or you're going up and they're going down, and you just—it's like two people who are the opposite of each other. They're just gonna repel each other, right? One thing I wanted to add to that, bro, and ask you compared to three or four years ago, compared to now? Because, I mean, you've, you've evolved pretty quick, bro, and it's been cool to see. Um, do you feel like now, especially compared to back then, it almost feels like opportunity falls into your lap at times, or you just happen to be in the right place at the right time? Yeah, man, there's a lot of opportunity. And, and, and here's the thing, like, back in the days, I remember that, you know, when I was coming up, I guess you could say the first, you know, six figures when you're, when you're hustling and, and, and making that, you know, first six figures, you're like grinding so hard, man. Like fucking, I was prospecting for six months straight, no listing appointments. And then I started getting listing appointments. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, seven or eight months in the business, that's when I actually start, you know, cashed out my first thousand dollar check, eight months of work to cash out a thousand dollar fucking check. But then it, it, everything compounded. Right. And now I'm in such a fucking position where there's opportunity everywhere. Even because of the way that I dress, the way that I speak, the things that yep. I've done, the experiences mm -hmm. that I've had, it, it just, you become a person that starts to mm -hmm. attract these things because you deserve that position, you earned that position. Yeah. So now it's like, there's so much opportunity that the problem is more like, okay, well, how can I fucking take advantage of as many of these opportunities as I can? Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's yeah. been it for me these days, man, because there's an abundance of everything, you know? Has age ever held you back? No, absolutely not. What I will say is, is that 
you have to be careful with how other people may try to frame your age and may try to frame you because mm. when I uh, first got in the real estate game, there was this listing agent. She was even the top. Producer. Real quick, real quick. Uh, describe frame for people who might not understand what you just said. Yeah. So they frame. may, yeah, they may try to put you in this box yeah. and label you as, as a specific person, like saying, mm. Hey, this is what it is. And this is who you are. And mm. a lot of people sometimes may just buy into that and allow that seed to grow, which can completely destroy mm. their success. So I never allowed those things to get into my head. And one of the main reasons why I was so mentally strong was because, again, I was surrounded by winners, right? I got into MS right away. Even before I had my real estate license, I was in MS two weeks before, right? So the environment was a key component. And, you know, we talked about the Built From Pain movement earlier. I like to surround myself with winners. I like to surround myself with people that are consistently doing things. So there was this girl that, that came by and said, hey, you know, you're really young. And, uh, you know, people around here that are young, they don't they don't seem to be, to be taken very serious because this, because that. I was rookie of the year. My second year, bro, sold over $6 million worth of real estate. And uh, I was fucking sitting in stage with my little certificate while all these motherfuckers are old as fuck. And, uh, you know, nothing on them. But it's just like people are, tr- are going to try to put their limitations onto you. And if you have the proper skills, and again, like me and BC was just talking about, if you mold yourself by putting yourself out there, going into the field and practicing what you preach and practicing what you're taught, then you're going to develop the skills that is going to penetrate through anybody's bullshit beliefs, anybody's frames that are, to be honest, weak because they can't deny the value when they see it, you know? Yeah. Because like a lot of the stuff that people don't get is like nuances. When people make those comments... Everybody, like if we're going to talk skills, right? Everybody will be so fixated. What do I say then, dude? It's not about like you already answer them before you open your mouth because when they say it, like they ask, how old are you? You crack immediately and you show to them, whether it's a gesture that you make, your eyes getting big, your, your voice cracks a little bit, right? It's those little fucking nuances. And the only way that you really get over that hump and build those things to be able to be fucking just the Hulk in front of people is the oversaturation of the reps and been having uh, been broken hearing that shit and fucking it up and leaving and being like, damn, I should have said this or fuck. Why did I twitch? Why did yeah. I stutter? Right. And you and you drill it and you drill it and you fix it and you fix it. And that oversaturation now will in the future put you in a position where you're standing there and you see them about to say it. You're like, please fucking say it because I'm no. going to smash this shit. Right. I, I your wanna, attitude and your mindset changes. I want to. I want to. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So. Uh... Because I remember specifically, bro, not to cut you off, but I would go to listing appointments and they would ask me, oh, how old are you? Because I was fucking 19 walking into people's houses, talking to them about selling their house. Right. I'm this little ass kid compared to them. Right. In their eyes. How old are you? I would say, oh, I'm 19. And they would say, oh, you're so young. And I'll be like, thanks. I'm flattered. And then I would just go right into my shit. Like it wasn't it wasn't a component in my mind. It was just like, I'm here to work. Yeah, and, and that's a shining example that if you're insecure about that and that's your weak link, right there you'll start explaining yourself and you'll start demonstrating all the qualities of somebody who's weak, right? Because when it comes to this field, especially when it comes to persuasion and, and human nature in general, there's no gray area. You're going to be perceived as the boss or a little bitch, strong or weak. And a lot of people, even though that's controversial to say in today's age, we've been talking about this and studying this shit long before it ever fucking came out, Right? And that's the nature of it. So we can sit there and argue from the human being perspective. Oh, that's wrong and this and that. But however, human nature is always going to fucking come out. 
And when it comes to sales, for those of you who really want to make money, you need to understand this. They're going to perceive you as either the winner that they're going to sign with or the loser that they're going to say, thanks for coming, but see you later. Right now for you, what were some of the things, Jose, I want to ask you specifically that you felt maybe one that was the maybe like the biggest weak link for you or the biggest challenge or hunt for you to get over in regards to building that skill set and having that confidence to really sit in front of people and have that type of conviction when you speak to them? Yeah, I mean, here's the thing, brother. It, it wasn't like I wanted to be successful so fucking bad that I understood like that it was going to make me feel uncomfortable to talk to people, right? It wasn't a job that, you know, I was used to. However, I, I wanted it so bad that I was willing to go through the embarrassment. I was willing to go through the hiccups, through the stuttering, through yeah. the I don't know what to say, through whatever it was. It, it wasn't even like negotiable to me, bro, because yeah. it, like I've been broke majority of my fucking life and I yeah. hated that fucking place. Like I, I wanted to do more for myself. I wanted to do more for my family. So it wasn't an option that I was going to allow any bullshit insecurity penetrate my fucking mindset. Like yeah. I, I get it. And, and here's the thing, man. Like I can't, I can't specifically think of anything. I would say that my communication was fucking terrible when I first started. And I developed that just by going out and doing the fucking reps. Like it was yeah. nothing special, bro. I would just show up to the lectures, right. Would be on MS. I would take notes and then I would go out into the world and I would implement all the tools and the techniques that you would give to us. There was, and, and here's the thing, bro, because I know you as a teacher uh, know this and, and me even now as a teacher, right, with the Built From Pain movement, you see people's potential, you see people's capabilities. And it's just like, all you have to do is just fucking go out there and do it. Yeah. Like, don't worry about how people are going to respond to you. Like, yes, you may not get it right the first time, but you need that feedback to be able yeah. to grow. So Absolutely. for me, man, like that's, that's really what it was. Absolutely, bro. So, uh, you know, kind of phasing over now, because at the end, I'll let you talk about B Built From Pain and kind of some of the stuff you're doing in your social media and any announcements that you have. Um, the event, right? The Distinguished uh, Agent Summit. Now, you've been to a ton of events, bro, like the one in uh, Vegas before we shut down for COVID. I think that was the first time I had you on a panel. What's been your experience so far at, at some of the events that we've had? Yeah, man. I mean... I remember the first, so I've been, for the record, guys, I've been to every fucking event that BC has thrown for MS, every single one of them. The first time I walked in there, I was in awe, absolute awe, because it was the first time that I was in a room with so many individuals that were 100% authentic and 100% serious about their shit, right? Uh, so the energy just completely felt different. It's something that you can't really put into words. It's just something that you're going to have to experience for yourself because it's very real. Um the information that you get from the individuals, right? You're not just talking to a bunch of squares that are putting things into a specific format for everybody to just be politically correct. Like, no, you're talking to real individuals that have gone through certain things in life mm. and have forged themselves through the fire to be able to teach them through experience, right? So I love the authenticity of everything that you've done, brother, and everything that you're involved with, because Listen, if, if BC's throwing an event, I'm there. And it's because of that. I don't like, you know, pe being sold consistently on bullshit. I don't like going to certain places and just feeling, feeling like it's just all motivation and, and, and woo-woo bullshit. Like, I want to actually go in there, learn, network, meet some people, 
and and leave with either more knowledge, a, a business plan or, or a business, you know, uh, potential, something. And every single time that I've gone there, there's always been opportunity. Always. Hell yeah, man. I appreciate that. Do you have anything in mind of what you're going to speak about yet that you can share with the audience or are you still kind of working on that? Yeah, man. I mean, I'm most likely going to speak about my story, uh, how, you know, everything has molded me into the man that I am today, certain challenges and adversity that I had to overcome, how to overcome those adversity and, and how to really tap into that frequency that is going to, you know, allow you to access that next level and unlock the, the locks and, and, and have that key to be able to walk through those doors because a lot of it is mental, bro. And I'm not just going to be talking about, you know, motivational bullshit, right. That everybody talks about. I'm going to bring real life experiences, oh. talk about real things that I've been through, how I overcame them and certain routines and certain things that I do even today that consistently allows me to keep growing. Love it, man. Straight to the point. Uh, let's see, talk a little bit about where people can find you. And then if you want to shout out the built from pain movement, you're more than welcome to. Yeah, absolutely. I'm on Instagram, jrod underscore a four five. You can find all of my links through there, right? I'm pretty much everywhere. Uh, the Bill from Pain movement is a movement that uh, I have for men only who you know wish to you know better themselves in every single metric of life, not just money, not just health, not just relationships, but everything, right? Health, relationships, wealth, and how to you know combine these to actually build on top of each other to become a better person overall, because life is not just one dimensional, right? It's not just, just about money. It's not just about health. It's not just about relationships. It's about all of them and how you can utilize those aspects of life and those metrics of life to, to help you grow and, and be a better man overall. So, yeah. And if you guys, um, follow me on all the other platforms. When I post this, I'll be sharing it on Instagram and tagging Jose. I'll also be tagging him on Facebook as well. So if you have me on those platforms, you'll be able to get on his stuff. So thanks for coming on, bro. I appreciate it. I know I'll be seeing you November 5th and 6th. Anybody else, you can reach out to me. You can reach out to Jose. And I put my website. It's just like my name, uh, BrianCasala.com. If you guys want to get a ticket, I'm going to limit in person and the VIP tickets, but the virtual tickets, if you can't make it in person, I'll just keep selling those up until the event. Any last wise words, my brother? Nah, brother, that's it. We've done it, man. I look forward to meeting all of you guys November 5th. And uh, I look forward to seeing you again, my brother. All right? All right, my dude. Salute. We'll see you. Take care.